0: There are some BSV businesses which, over the years, have been quietly getting on with developing products, gaining expertise, and serving customers. The consulting and blockchain development company Elas is one of them. Elas claims there's no business they can't make more efficient. I found out more from co-founder Mohamed Jabba. You're listening to CoinGeek Conversations with Charles Miller. So Mohamed, perhaps you could just tell us a little bit about Elas for those who haven't come across it yet.
1: Elas is a digital consultancy that focuses on building their own proprietary technology uh, using blockchain um, to help businesses and governments of all sizes to leverage off this revolutionary technology to solve problems that they otherwise could not solve with legacy technology.
0: Right, so you've got a number of sort of pre-made products that might be useful for customers who come along, and then you can also build new ones as well. I guess.
1: Yeah. So we've got all these all these methods, and and some of them uh, can be applicable to multiple use cases, and some of them can be applicable to are uh, more suitable for specific use cases. Um, but sometimes we can actually just take a variety of our different components that we've built um, and customize it for the specific customer and the, and the requirements for their solution.
0: Well, let's just take an example of a particular job you've been doing in the counterfeiting world. And you gave a demonstration at the London Blockchain Conference of that. Can you just describe what that work was and, and what what the product does?
1: Ali Badun came to us uh, about a year ago because he had a problem in, that he identified in the luxury goods industry um, that hadn't been solved yet. Um, and that was a perfect application for blockchain technology to be able to put him ahead of everyone else in the game. Uh, so, he, Ali Baijun created Manufact, uh, which is a way of being able to facilitate authenticity in the luxury goods market uh, uh, in a way that um, undeniably gives confidence to all stakeholders in the industry to be able to all agree on the set of information. Um, at the same time, protecting the brands um, of these products and giving confidence to consumers that what they are purchasing has impeccable provenance.
0: So on stage, you were able to
1: demonstrate this. So what exactly did you show? So what we did was uh, it was very exciting because it was a live demonstration of what we had built for Ali that was in production um, with a real world customer. So Ali was able to onboard uh, Mihavanos Cigars, um, a boutique cigar manufacturer based in Los Angeles. Uh, so we did a live demonstration um, of what the box was uh, prior whilst it was still sealed. Um, and then he actually cut the Tampa Loop um, tag on stage, opened the box, and then we saw in real time the status change of the token from being sealed to being opened. So what is it on the seal that makes this work then? The seal is like regular uh, hardware that is being used in everyday supply chain processes. Uh, so what we did was and we leveraged off the existing hardware and processes and configured it to be able to also interact with the blockchain um, once a trigger was done, such as opening the box so at the moment these tags are tamper evident so if they're broken you can see that but we've taken it a step further and, and linked that up um, with a digital twin pairing and then recording those events as they happened onto the blockchain
0: so if i was some of the person who bought this box of cigars what would i would i have a, an app on my phone or how would i see all this
1: happening well, it's use, it's using NFC technology. So you would just simply tap on the product. Um, even before you purchase the product, if you're in the shop and you wanted to inquire on the provenance of this product, you would just get your phone, tap the product um, to be able to see the information. What app would I be using to do that then? Uh, it automatically just loads as soon as you tap Just be- the Just box. a photograph of this thing would... Make it. Uh, when you tap it, it's using near-field communication, oh, and then okay. it will just automatically populate the, the web page on, on your phone. Oh, Okay. So,
0: so that's handy. The, 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 you don't need any special downloads or anything to make this work.
1: Nothing But spe- Yeah, you don't need anything additional. It's just tap your phone. So,
0: so what would I see
1: before the product had been unsealed then? What, what would come on my screen? Uh, you, well, you would show that the product has been genuine, and, and the product is genuine and sealed. And would it say this was made in Havana or something, or what? It would say the the, the you know the the date of production, uh, the country of of origin, uh, the you know the details of the product, what's inside of the product. Um, it would also give the unique identifier of of the NFC i the tag, um, as well as the digital token, and as well as the history of events uh, related to the supply chain from. Uh, the manufacturing to the distribution, right up until the consumption.
0: With, with that example, mm. is that using a kind of off-the-shelf ELAS product that you had, or did you have to make something specially? Uh,
1: we were using uh, a lot of the proprietary technology that we had built, but but it wasn't off-the-shelf. We had to tailor that specifically to the to the requirements of uh, this use case, uh, which happens to be in the cigar industry. Um, but there's a lot of overlap with this industry and a lot of the other consumable uh, goods industry as well. Uh, but there would be uh, some some minor ta- uh, tweaking uh, in, in order to fulfill the maximum benefits.
0: Right. Now, I know that ELAS has been involved in a range of things. Tuvalu, uh, the Tuvalu government has been uh, one of your projects. And, I mean, there's a huge range of, Things that you're involved with, and then I think there's really just three senior figures in the business, you being one of them. I mean, how are you going to how are you going to allocate your time? Because each one of these projects seems to me like could be um, a, a company in itself, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's you're, you're spot on about that. It's it's getting it's getting very busy. Um, you know, we're attracting a lot of uh, interest and engagement. Uh, it is it is very exciting. So we, we love what we're doing at the moment. We love helping um, our customers um, continue to dominate in, in, their, in their fields, their respective industries. Uh, and it's – but, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to change the world for the better. And uh, it, we'd rather be in a situation where, you know, we're trying to keep our heads above water because we're very busy rather than uh, drowning because there's not enough going on. Right. Uh, and are you – going out looking for work or are people approaching you uh, it's a it's a combination of both uh you know we've managed to uh be able to have an, an international run company um like just back on that point uh, it was the first time you know the, the three founders brendan darren and myself were in a room together yesterday and we all just met so uh, we've been, you know, working uh, at at this rate for the last uh, three years. So, uh, you know, we've, we've done a lot, even though we've all been in three different places.
0: I mean, one of the perceptions I have of the whole BSV world is that yeah. there are lots of very exciting opportunities, mm. but they seem to uh, get getting the thing through to a finished product where there is a business working and profits rolling in is quite hard, really. And there's a lot of Uh, Potential, but actually getting some case studies where it's all finished, it's working, and um, here it's making profits. Uh, Those are much rarer. I mean, what's your feeling about that? uh, Getting from the the initial enthusiasm to the the finished product.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, you know it it is about survival of the fittest. I mean, there there were some really really uh, challenging times. Um, I'm not going to deny that. Um, But ultimately it's, it's, it's very similar to operating any, any business in any type of economy is that you need to be able to provide value and you need to be able to maximize your chances of capturing that value. So for, for the way that we handle um, uh, it with our customers is that we actually provide a fully managed service of the handling of Bitcoins. um, And in most instances, they don't even require to, you know, need to handle Bitcoins on the platform or their customers don't need to handle um, Bitcoins on the platforms. Basically, the the use of the platform is so cheap that um, we just, they will just charge that as a service to their customers and then we will just charge that as a service to our customers and then handle the rest. Hmm. Um, but that's basically ensuring our survivability. Um, whilst also bringing transaction and utility to the network
0: I mean it really does uh, it really is a good example of this whole thing about it being the plumbing mm. behind the scenes, and that people are actually using it don't need
1: to know much about that side of things right exactly and that's and that's what we've really been um, excelling on is the is the user experience um, you know starting with the end in mind and then working backwards with with how you know, we can use the blockchain, but that certainly shouldn't necessarily be at the forefront of the minds. unless it is a requirement, then we will put it in um, to the platform. But in most cases, we're finding that it is just the plumbing in the the background.
0: So yeah, I'm sure that your customers will be very grateful that they don't need to get involved in the technology, but there really is quite a lot involved in that. And Elas has got its own special ways of of, of dealing with with some of those things and providing extra facilities extra functionality I think
1: yeah yeah that's uh, I'd like to um, also mention on the back of that the the new service that we're offering um, for our customers uh, that will provide Im- impeccable provenance um, for their operations of their business using the blockchain so we already offered the ability to have your own private ledger On the public blockchain. So, so what does that mean exactly? So, basically, we use the satoshis uh, on on the Bitcoin network to create private, compartmentalized zones. You could look at them as like a private database on on the block public blockchain that only the business owner knows what they're looking for when they're looking at it. Um, That's something that we already do for all of our customers. Um but those satoshis that are that are being used to facilitate those private ledgers um, and all of the you know digital tokens and smart contracts that are derived on the back of those um, satoshis were just random satoshis, and that's normally how things are being done. but we are now taking it a step further and offering the ability um, to have the private ledgers and all of the activity on the back of those uh, ledgers to be directly minted from the miners' Coinbase output rewards. So I'm not sure whether I'm understanding this correctly, but
0: you're saying that obviously when you put stuff on the blockchain, it is private. Mm. You have to get special access. But instead of having the information that is mine sort of distributed in all sorts of different blocks and on different coins... You're kind of creating a little area of brand new satoshis, which
1: will be my little area of the blockchain. Is it like something like that? Yeah. So ex- exactly, and it's like it's based. Yeah, from the very, very beginning of the freshly, freshly minted uh, blocks. But, but what's the advantage to me of having, of having that? I mean,
0: freshly minted sounds nice, but I, it's not a, it's not a food product.
1: Uh, if you're, yeah, I mean, in most cases. Um, it might be good enough to just have any satoshi's but if we you know if you're a, if you're a serious entity if you're a government if you are in the uh, in the enterprise an enterprise that wants to have no shrewd of doubt about where the satoshi's were previously hmm. that you are choosing to create all of your information for your company on if you want to have un impeachable provenance right. and impeccable provenance, then this is this is the way, the best way to do it. And and it is actually uh, a method that uh, Brendan Lee has come up with, and I don't believe I've seen it on any this other blockchain. This your, is your ELAS colleague. Yeah, yeah, the but, founder and CEO.
0: I mean, excuse my ignorance here, but yeah. if I own a Bitcoin, do I not have jurisdiction over all the Satoshis that
1: make up that Bitcoin? You do. You do have uh, It's just that we are going into a little bit of a philosophical question: if if all satoshis are equal, you know, some may say they kind of are, but we believe that you know, not all satoshis are equal because some of them may have been purchased from a regulated exchange, Mm -hmm. and some of them may have just been circulating for who knows how long. Um, In most cases, it's going to be fine, but if you want right perfection and impeccable provenance um to to know that what you're building on is easily traceable mm. from the very beginning this is what you would go for so it's for. a bit
0: like buying a brand new car versus a second hand one
1: exactly that's exactly <laughs> right yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's quite a it's quite a nuanced argument i mean this this is the kind of thing that you would talk to a a pretty uh, sophisticated customer about i guess
1: uh, yeah i mean it's it's yeah and 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 you know normally this is the sort of stuff that you know the customer doesn't care about mm. um but in actually in 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 certain types of customers that we'll be dealing with it is a recommendation that we will make um as it is adding it would add a lot of value depending on the uh the industry or the or the or the use case um that they're you know involved in uh, so as an example with manufact uh, we have built his ledger uh based on these fresh coinbase outputs
0: right just stepping back a bit um we're at this london conference what's your sort of feeling about the general um state of the evolution of bitcoin sv businesses um talking to all your customers are things more optimistic are you feeling more optimistic there's a whole lot of upheavals in the wider kind of crypto world um What's your general feeling about it all?
1: Well, we, we've never been stronger at ELAS. So we're, we're just kind of like, you know, heads down and we're just pushing through. And uh, we do like to see um, everyone else doing well. And, and, and the feeling is that the tough times are behind us. Um, but, you know, we are still operating like a business. So um, we are looking at how we can continue to maximize uh, our, our value proposition. Of of the, the organisation um, by you know adding value in in any way that we can um, so our survivability is 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 here irrespective of what is happening um, in the wider ecosystem.
0: Are you raising money for Elas like a startup, or are you sort of living off what you're getting as consultants now?
1: Well, yeah, at the moment we we haven't raised any money. We're we're still independent. Uh, you know. From the from the very beginning, so and we've been growing for about three years now. Um, we always keep our eyes open for you know the right opportunities and, and, and you know like minded partners out there. Uh, but at the moment, we're we're just we're still rolling along, and and you know the, the future is looking very bright.
0: And would you like the business to expand? Would you be Would you like to be able to hire more people and have people in more territories
1: than you have at the moment? Oh absolutely because it goes back to what we were talking about earlier around um you know just being a little bit stretched uh it's always that struggle that I'm sure a lot of uh early stage companies are going through and uh making sure that we're growing at the right pace but I I would say that expansion is definitely uh what we'll be looking for at the moment and
0: out of out of all your customers um who do you think is going to be the best sort of case study that you can take on to, to potential new customers and say, well, look, this is what we did for these guys, and they're so happy about it. I mean, have you already got some of those? Well, the the manufacturer
1: is going to be one of them, I guess. But well, o- overnight, Token of Eight just just had a, a press release announcing, you know, a world first derivatives trade that occurred on the Bitcoin blockchain um, for for carbon that that met the carbon credit standard. So that's that's an example that we believe is going to take off. Um, in the financial in the financial world so that's another of your customers that's, a, that's another one. And I, what did you provide for them? They wanted to revolutionize the entire financial and, and trading world. Um, they had some very, very uh, ambitious milestones uh, that you know proud to announce were able to support them in being able to execute the first live trade uh, using Bitcoin script smart contracting um, on the on the blockchain. Uh, with carbon credits that adhere to the standards.
0: Fantastic. Well, Mohammed, thank you very much. You're obviously very busy with a lot of customers who, who want your attention. So I'm very grateful for the time you spent with me today, but really good luck with it all. And thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Charles. Thanks very much to Mohamed Jabba. Next week, in the last but not the least of my interviews from this year's London Blockchain Conference, I'll be talking high finance with Eve Merch, formerly with the European Central Bank. So please join us for that. And until then, thanks for listening and goodbye.